genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about comic books. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here as I'm always here with Sean Petit. Yo. Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Hey, yo. As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners this is the spoiler heavy podcast. If you haven't read the books we're going to talk about on the show, uh, we're going to spoil those. I'll give you timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything that you might need to skip. Our top story this week is the uh, Walter Simonson run of The Mighty Thor, Volume 1. Uh, that's issues 337 to 345. Uh, also with uh, George Russo's Christy Scheel and Terry Austin. Yes. Yeah. I already so, found a typo in our uh, sheet that Sean did where it says the, the might fuck Thor. Yeah. That's what it's called. He might. It's he the might. might of Thor. He Maybe. might. He might not. You don't know. Fuck around and he might. Oh, wow. That, he became a lot more relatable now. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It looks fine to me. He, oh, he yeah. might get around to it. <laughs> no. Yeah. He gets around. That's for sure. It's a mighty hey. might. <laughs> There's a 60% chance of thunderstorms. <laughs> uh, speaking of weather, it's a um, there's a hundred percent chance of a flooding in my pants. Or he's oh, a, ew. or he's a uh, actual mite with a little Thor helmet and a hammer, <laughs> like bat mite. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Well, we didn't even get to throg. So. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I did think it was funny that there was a. Uh, we'll get to it, but there was a troll named Throg, and I'm like, that's just you're just yeah. reusing yeah. your material, man. I thought the same thing. <laughs> uh yeah speaking of uh chance of thunderstorms if one more person talks to me about how fucking hot it is i'm uh, i've decided yeah. that i'm just going to make everyone uncomfortable by talking about like i'm just going to give them uncomfortable climate change facts every time someone isn't it hot out guys <laughs> it's, hot it's so one, hot, hot out i was like oh it sure is you know what else uh n- there's only 10 corporations that are resp- responsible for 90 percent of fuel emissions so yep <laughs> sure is a hot like, you one don't today. Th- you don't think i know that it's hot out what do you think i'm like oh i didn't realize until just now that you mentioned that it's it feels like 106 it's just, degrees it's just outside. insult to injury that it is um shitty small talk but it's shitty small talk about the heat death of the planet at our own hands so yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I just think of that Sears commercial from the 2000s. Another just, scorcher. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> my, uh, uh, my room. I just think of uh, uh, Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny. Like, yeah, Tom. Yeah, it is a hot one. It's a fucking hot one yesterday. It's gonna be a fucking hot one tomorrow. My uh, my room and my work both don't have AC, so the universe Very cool. is s- slowly trying to cook me, and it's probably going to be successful. You're probably almost done at this point. Yeah, yeah. 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 I hope I it's taste good fork because. In you. Yeah, <laughs> if not, you're definitely be done by tomorrow afternoon. That's <laughs> you just sure. be pulled apart like pulled pork shoulder. Yeah. Oh. Like. Yum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I swear I'm like, I know I'm getting old because I think I got heat exhaustion from sitting in my hot office today. <laughs> That's where I'm at in my life. Well, I had a plumbing emergency this week, and I don't have hot water for the foreseeable future. Hey, that's fine. You, you'll yeah, love a I cold mean, shower. Like, it could be worse. Like, it could be worse. I could have no cold water, which would be fucking terrible. Which would just be like, how? Yeah, how would you only have hot? Like, yeah. that, doesn't, that doesn't work. It'd be impressive. 
Yeah. It's the hot water goblin. Honestly, today. though, if someone was going to do it, if there's someone in my life that that would happen to, it would be you, Adam. Yeah, it's true. You have really bad luck with just your house. Because you would find a way to QA that shit to get only hot water somehow. That would just, <laughs> that's, your, that's just your curse in life. It's a, it's a, it's a talent. It's also a curse. Yeah. <laughs> Call the plumber. Be like, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's I, only you hot. It I to me. only have <laughs> toasted water. It's like what? <laughs> I actually had to argue with the plumber that came out because they did send a plumber out the the next day. Oh, that's good. And he was like, "Well, the only way we could fix it is if we drill into my foundation through a layer of asbestos tile." And I'm like, "Very cool." Let me tell you what's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, you 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 might get cancer. Uh, you'll Try definitely to fix get it cancer. Different. Yeah. Also, I don't want holes in my foundation. You know, uh, the good right. news is that you can finally call one of those commercials about mesothelioma and find out what that <laughs> deal is. Because like, you'll have mesothelioma. The ult- the ultimate fix because it there's a, a leak in the hot water line that goes to my my laundry room. So the ultimate fix is move the laundry room to the basement, and then just like all that plumbing that's in the foundation. Fuck it. I don't ever want to see it again. Yeah, you can just get rid of it. Problem solved. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. But then, then the guy, because this plumber is from the home warranty company who's like, we don't do upgrades. I'm like, but you'll, you're willing to chew through fucking asbestos and concrete? Like, can't you meet me somewhere in the middle here? <laughs> nope. Best, best I could do is drill through your concrete. Yeah, yeah, best, best I could do is give you cancer. <laughs> right. <yeah>. Final <laughs> offer. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I bought a bowling ball from Australia, so that's where I'm at this week. Jesus Christ. I didn't how, even know most places were shipping to and from Australia. At this how much was shipping on that? Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's going to get <laughs> stuck somewhere in the Suez Canal, you know. You could have bought... <laughs> I don't need like, it. I don't need it now. But you, <laughs> you maybe could have bought two American bowling balls for that much. No, you pretty much can't find the... So... Is there a shortage I, on bowling balls right now? No. Oh, my God. They, uh, should be I be crazy. panic buying bowling balls? They just go through very quick phases when they're only in production for a certain amount of time. You're getting hype beast bowling balls? Hold on. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, because there's people... No, not those. There's people who seriously, if they... A new, like, they'll buy the new one every fucking time. I'm like, do you live in a bank? Like, how do you... Because like, they're like two, 250 a pop sometimes. Oh, like, does it just have the welcome. Supreme logo on it? Is that what makes it so You, you say there's that as just, a comic book fan? Let me tell you. Well, that's fair. <laughs> but like... <laughs> Imagine doing that every three months. Well, yeah, you have, have you met maybe RJ? You do. Yeah, fair <laughs> point. Sorry, let me show yes, you my yes, statues. I'm listening. <laughs> so there's this one, I bought one like four or five years ago, a specific one. They made it for like four months. Hands down, my favorite, ball, like the best fucking ball for me that I've ever had. Um, God, you're old. But they don't make them anymore? <laughs> Such a man. So I found a website that makes them, and they still have one in stock, or still had one in stock. Mm. They're just on Australia. <laughs> so I'm like, give me that shit. It's my favorite right, fucking right. thing ever. Also, Sean, I like that you're saying this, but today we literally had a, con- a uh, conversation in the Discord where I showed everyone how much these spawns from oh, San yeah. Diego were selling for, where yep. I saw someone buy one for $700 and then found blank an eBay cover. list. Yeah, completely blank. Yeah, that's crazy. But then I found a listing on eBay for 100 it's well, like the shipping incredible. Luck, yeah, right. That's crazy. Like, luckily, the shipping for the ball was less than what I paid for it. But it turns out, luckily, it's around <laughs> retail price for it. If I would have got it here, so it's fine. Uh, and you know, I, I'm making fun of you for being <laughs> such a, a man and so fucking old. But 
I I'm with you because I was uh, man, old. Well, I guess it's a little. It's old. an That's old fair. man thing. Uh, That's have you seen Big Lebowski? But um, but my favorite uh, local jewelry brand is going out of. They're not going out of business. They're just you're gonna buy as much of that shit as you can. Look at me. Look at me. I'm yeah. dripping. Yeah. I'm fucking. I I, I got so much jewelry. Now uh, imagine it's three years from now. And you still want that shit. And you got to fucking track it down. <laughs> you're gonna get that shit from Australia. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny because uh, the the company is switching to engagement rings only because uh, that's where the money is. And I'm just like, all right, Zach. <laughs> So it's on the balls in your court, every, bud. I got every, all the jewelry I can get from them now. Until, every three until months, you, you keep getting toys. proposed to. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's gonna listen to this and he's gonna think battles. I'm like actually pressuring him. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a bit. I'm sorry. I love you. It's just like finding that one thing that you like. It fits you perfect. Yeah. But then they stopped making it, so you just have to buy everyone that you find. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's I get where it. I'm at with this bowling ball. Yeah. This this jewelry company just makes like really fancy like yeah. like chain link it's fences like, and fucking spider webs and shit i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. all right get take all my money fine yeah. yeah it's like the it's like the dumplings in old boy <laughs> it's just yeah it's just perfect like i will fight everyone in a hallway to get to the thing i need it's it's my favorite <laughs> I, I bowl the best with it like that's it we are one i mean imagine <laughs> you know if your hobby is bowling the ball right. is pretty and i don't buy one important. very often i buy one like every four or five years now I have mine. I got them lined up. I got, and this one's worn out. I got a brand new one waiting for me, baby. Get worn out? Well, you don't have to get into it, but yes. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I, I, I feel that. I, I get that way about skateboard stuff too. Like, yeah. Oh, I'll so what we're saying is that we all buy our feelings yeah. with a very niche hobby. Is what we're. It's saying. Everyone's got well, that not, thing, I don't, right? But I, that, I just that's just my hobby. <laughs> not on the no side my comment. <laughs> but. If you guys really want to learn about be an RJ, how, I think. if you want to learn how bowling balls wear out, that's my other podcast. You can talk to me over there. Ooh. And I just like learned that shit. Like balls are us. It's two years ago. It's, it's not even a bowling podcast. It's literally about that one specific. It's just this topic. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not even just like balls in general. Just how balls work and get worn out. <laughs> how do balls Dude. work? <laughs> Welcome to our new bowling podcast where we put our fingers. In our balls. Yeah. Like if you like you, math and physics and shit, bowling is the sport for you. That's some nerd it's not, shit right there. I man. just I want a ball podcast of various different just every like talks about every different episode balls. is different yeah. balls. Bouncy Today, rubber tennis. We're all talking we, about the fuzzy tennis. We maybe balls. have Let's found the one podcast that hasn't been made yet. Oh Someone God, listening yeah. is going, yes, please make this. And if, uh, if that's you, if you're listening, you it's not easy to make a podcast. That podcast definitely it. exists, RJ, just no one gives a shit about it's, it. It's called Full Circle, okay? <laughs> Full that's circle, the name of the podcast? Of or is yeah, that the name? No, that's the name of the podcast. We got we to gotta get all out right. of here. This time yeah. I'm in on the off-railing. <laughs> yeah, RJ's all into that. We finally that. fucking it. got him. It only yeah. took 120 episodes. No, and we got RJ balls. to lose his mind. We just had to talk about. <laughs> we just had things. to talk about balls. Apparently. Balls. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, all right, my my pick for this week is Axe Judgment Day number one by Karen Gillan, Valerio Shidi, and Marty Gracia. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is this fucking book. So, oh my god. We talked about Eve of Judgment Day last week, and now Judgment Day has. Come. It's arrived. Yep, it's it is upon oh, us, man. and it is fucked up. This book <laughs> is this book is so brutal. Like right out the gate, I uh, yeah, right out the gate, get a phoenix punch to the fucking face. Like, yeah, like the second page, 
and, yeah, and so, yeah. And so there's so much shit going on that Gene's like, yeah, 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 Scott, I think there's a phoenix. I don't give a shit. That's I got other th- important things to deal with. I yeah, saw that I got caught up on like a, I only know why that person was there because of RJ kind of just sort of talking about Avengers over the last t- two yeah. years. Other so, than that, I'm like, cool, all right, sure. So Echo <laughs> is Phoenix now. Cool. Through whatever. Awesome. And it's funny too because uh last time the Avengers and the X-Men uh fought, which was AVX. Um, the Phoenix was a big, like, oh, the, the X-Men have like, you know, this big, like world ending weapon and the Avengers kind of used that as a big justification, but now they have, now it's fine. You know, they have it and they're, they have it and they're the least like Titan in this fight. Like like basically, um, like, oh, I kind of miss him. Kind of yeah, miss, yeah, kind like, of miss the Phoenix. He looks up I, and I like, like, like he's on it, our team. It's like, is it weird to feel possessive over that? Yeah. So, all right. Anyway, so we, that's our bird. Yeah, that's ours. <laughs> that's our space psychic bird. So, if you don't know what's happening, Druig is the king of the Eternals, and the Eternals' kind of mission statement in life, their purpose is to uh, get rid of excessive deviation. Because there's when the Celestials came down and made the Eternals, they also made. They, they turned a bunch of humans into Eternals, and they turned a bunch of humans into Deviants. Deviants are like the, the undercast um, Eternals, and they're... Uh, and uh, so, Druig, now the leader of the Eternals, has used that very generic mission statement to also <laughs> apply to mutations and the mutants, and to justify a genocide. Like, basically, um, just so, like, people would be like, yeah, that dude's cool. Like, that's the only reason, like, that I can yeah. tell. Yeah, and also, <laughs> not only is he using that mission statement to justify the genocide, he has also gotten the support of Earth because the news of mm, the X-Men right. being immortal has broken, and people are very jealous and angry and, you know... Yeah, like, they ain't happy about it. Uh, also, you know, humans in Marvel don't really need much uh, to get them angry at mutants. It usually just happens anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, they so, never stop being angry. They just now have a they reason just have a new to reason. feel... Right. Well, they, ha- they, they feel validated in their anger. So they're like, yeah, yeah, I knew. Yeah. yeah, fuck these dudes. So <laughs> we, we knew they were bad. So Gillen has taken all of these escalating circumstances that have been kind of built up in his Eternals run and in the X-Men, and taking all of these events and kind of brought them to a head. And it is incredible. So Druig has teamed up with Moira to take down Kokoa, and it is it is Not badass. just Kokoa, also Araco. Yeah, Araco uh, gets not, yeah, taken it's, care it's of. Mu- it's mutant kind at this so, point. Like they're they're going to get rid of all of them. So we got, yep. we got Araki on, you know, Mars. Uh, so... All, all of the um, Arakan mutants live there, and they're super powerful, like, war-hardened, uh, like, they've been around for, like, centuries, and Druig sees this, and he's like, alright, I'm gonna take out, uh, he just has Thanos' godfather. Dude, this dude is like, I'ma fuck it, I'ma fuck shit up. It, this dude was fucking badass. So, so Thanos 
you know, being the like pretty much epitome of like cosmic bad guy threat to Marvel, this is his ancestor. Yeah, like and, it's his great grandfather or something like that. Yeah, right? and um, like not nearly like just imagine. I, I don't know. It's like Thanos going Super Saiyan. Like just yeah, like, Thanos turned to eleven. He gets that, that is honestly for, an apt comparison. He gets let out of his cage for he's like an hour. So he's kept in stasis. Yeah. And because he is such a murder machine that even the Eternals can't handle him. Like they kept him locked away. So Druig is like, all right, I'll let you uh I'll let you go for an hour. And he goes to Mars, and we don't even really see it yet. There are oh, gonna he- be Dude, the he page... genocides off panel. Yes. Dude, the cut back to him when he's counting down and you see just the so destruction. Like that was corpses. We, awesome. we haven't that even shit was awesome. we have like we haven't even seen a lot of what the Iraqan uh, mutants can do. But we're talking even the people we do know: Storm, Magneto, Cable, Nightcrawler. We're all there. Vulcan, right? And we're talking about yeah. a society that is built on fighting for thousands war. of years. Just it's war. built war. on war. So and it's literally also, a society of warriors. I, <laughs> I realized something very interesting about this global genocide that happened off panel. So, uh, one, Storm wasn't there because she was at the Quiet Council. Oh, okay, um, right, right. Two, Magneto was there, but he made a really big deal about destroying his backup, like, right before it happened. So, uh, that's a whole thing. And three, there there is another mutant on Arako that cannot lose. Iska the Unbeaten. So did she switch sides? Oh, yeah. Or is she just or did he just kinda or did he just drop down and just take out where he landed? Like we I I think I think that's the what happened, but I'm I not, think it's it feels like it's a global well just there's an implication of that, but like yeah, yeah we don't actually, are, we don't know there yet. Are, yeah. she could be the sole survivor also, or are, she could be his acolyte now because she switched sides because she saw that that guy was gonna quote unquote true. win. There you are know? dozens. Like, that's what she did of, with fucking Genesis and shit. So well, there are dozens of tie-ins coming in, and I know for a fact that the Iraq and massacre is definitely. Part of it, and Covered. I well, yeah, because they also cable. I think is going to have a big piece because he was the one who put the war plan together, and yeah. he like woke and up from remember. the egg, and he's like, "What the fuck yeah. happened?" He did not. He it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. the war plan, plan was, did. it did yeah. not work. Um. So yeah, and also t- the, yeah, the, sorry, the all the Iraqis, all the Iraqi Iraqians, Iraqis. They um they made Iraqis. a really I think, big I think deal. I've, I think I've changed it every time I mention it. But yeah, I don't know. Um. <laughs> I know that Don't they made us. a really big fucking deal about not having backups because that's for cowards. Like, they don't yeah, they fear death right. because they're warriors, you know? So, yeah. like, so they're just what's gone. the worst, worst that could happen? Back. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're all just gone. Yeah. Fucking yeah. gone. Also, in my... So, my favorite one, more so than Thanos' ancestor being let loose, is Druig fucking Six, the, the Unimind... The, the like culmination <laughs> of all the psychic power of the Eternals into one collective conscious on the telepaths of Krakoa. And cool. there is this like astral fight. You see Xavier and Emma and Jean kind of like go into like psychic form and yeah. take on the Unimine. It is 
so cool and i i it's hope so fucking cool i really hope that that is also one of the tie-ins because i want to see more of that psychic i want to see battle. all of this battle because they go after the five yeah like, the whole the big part is this is like okay so this we're gonna we're gonna take out their immortality first that's right. how you beat them that this yeah. book which is which also means that they know about the five which means because well, more working them. with them well yeah but like the x-men didn't know that Oh, the X Men didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, Quiet yeah. Council so, didn't know that, and they're like, "Oh fuck, they know about the five. They must have Moira." So th- this number one call. issue is kind of told from the perspective of Druig explaining his battle plan to yeah. Moira, and then that's where we get the snapshots of all of these, so we yeah. can later go more in depth in the tie-in, which is awesome, which is genius, and also he made a super compelling story, and you know the format just it was it's great it worked and yeah. here's another here's another couple thing um you might wonder <laughs> another one <laughs> here's another one you might wonder um how are the avengers tied into this well uh their their fucking home base is a goddamn uh uh celestial, celestial and it's been a celestial for yeah, a long so time for, i feel like the eternals minute, are yeah. gonna have a couple things to say about that um but also i noticed uh the very beginning of the book is narrated by an unseen computer-like thing. Like, and every it's time, similar to the, to the voice that Gillen gave Earth. Yes, but it's red. Mm-hmm. It's the world computer for Mars. Uh, I think it... I thought it was the that god that they built. I think it's the god that they end up building. That, that was my guess, RJ. Because he's like, so? who's the hero yeah. of the story? The story's all behind on X Men for like two months. This person, is talking <laughs> in the pa- yeah, the, they're talking in the past tense. Yeah, yeah, but there, there well, just a- because every person on Mars is dead doesn't mean that no. the world mind of Mars can't yeah. be a thing that no one's ever talked to. Because- I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, it's I don't. I thought there was a that was just it, my prediction. It being red and then very purposely showing the celestial corpse with the red, having, yeah, with yeah. the red. I think that was very well because uh, because okay. Tony Stark's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony. Well, the Eternals come to Tony Stark, and because the the base like Eternals, we all know like Thena and Cersei and Makari are all kind of outcasts and rebels now because they don't want to be part of um, Druig's plan. So, but they also found out that every time they die, it takes the life of a mortal to come mm-hmm. back. So yep. they're all just kind of like. Well, fuck this whole thing. Like, fuck that. We're not going to do this. <laughs> that is 100% bounce. going to play into it because yeah. if the humans were mad about what happened to the X-Men, uh, yeah, they're going to be like, oh, these yeah. guys are, they're, that's fucked up. So you know how many times the Eternals die? <laughs> so this a is a, gi- uh, this is a gigantic book. I didn't want to get into all of it because, you know, people should read it. It absolutely, yeah, we left out a lot, honestly. It absolutely thrilled me. Like, I, uh, I haven't read uh anything it was cool like this level of excitement for a while and especially like a big event which i just i get so burnt out easily with them but this is uh just instantly like way more dynamic and interesting than they usually are like the you setup can tell is just that kieran's had this story for years right and- well this is like playing off of his his eternals that he wrote for like 2 years and this is playing yeah. off of current x-men events and current Avengers that that Avengers run has been going for 50 ish, 50 plus issues that they've yeah. had that celestial body forever. So basically Gillen, the whole time. Yeah. Gillen has just taken all of these strings that him and other people have set up and knocking it out. Uh, like we, yeah, d- 
it definitely doesn't feel like Marvel needed a cash cow event for the summer, so they just kind of threw something together. It definitely feel like Kieran was like just like banging down the editor in chief's door, just like I have an idea. <laughs> well, the like, the I mean, the hype of the Avenger or the Eternals has like you know come and gone, and the Avenger. Who knows when we're gonna get another Avenger movie? So like, I mean, it's weird talking about the MCU, but you know, sometimes like I feel like. Gillen's Eternals run initially was synergistic with the film, but now you know he he kind of has free reign. You don't need you know you don't need that synergy anymore. Yeah, he's just doing whatever. Yeah, but it's great. I don't think you so. ever really needed that synergy. People who no, you don't need it, but they try to force it every time. I that that's probably a whole discussion topic, but I feel yeah, like there's definitely. <laughs> So that's a whole Patreon. They, they definitely do tie. They do definitely at times do try to uh, tie. You know, like have at least a series ongoing for an upcoming movie. They're definitely yeah. making. There's a percentage of people who are going to see that movie. They're going to go see if there's and if there's a new comic that has those right. characters, they're going to buy it. So so they're doing it. It, it makes sense. Anyway, yeah. this book is amazing. I really hope people check it out because I like. You know, if you tend to avoid big events, I totally get it. It's a ton to pay attention to, and you might not be caught up on the, all the individual books. I think yeah, this, I need to catch up to this. I think this one is uh, it explains everything that it's trying to tie together super nicely, so you don't have to do a ton of catch up. And it it's just kind of like a really big, uh, well told, you know, action blockbuster. And I'm super excited to see where it goes. Yeah, fuck yeah, should be sweet. All right, now for something completely different. <laughs> tone shift fucking whiplash. Um, I have uh, The Brother of All Men by Zach Thompson, Eon Marin, and Mark Engler. All right, so this book, uh, it's kind of a period piece. Uh, it's like post-World uh, War... Is it One World War One or World War Two? I should have probably checked World that War One. All right, perfect. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, post World War One, this uh, this dude guy uh, is is coming back uh, from the war. Just the way you said that's funny. This guy, uh, this dude, no, this dude, this fucking guy. No, his, uh, his no, his name is Guy guy. Horn. Um, he's yeah, it's 1928 in Victoria, British Columbia. He's coming back um, from France after getting half of his face blown off, and he's been hired to find this missing woman. And the photo that he's using to try and find her also has his brother in the photo, and his brother has been dead. He, like, died of the flu. Uh, he's been dead since, like, before. Um, so he's trying to track down uh, th- this, this woman. He comes to find out that she's with uh, this person named Brother 12, uh, which is very mysterious, and, like, no one will give him the time of day. Like, th- he walks into a bar, and the bartender's like, Oh, thank you for your service. This one's on the house, you know, for for your sacrifice. And then, like, he asks about the picture, and he's like, "You finish your fucking drink and get the fuck out of my bar." <laughs> you know, like the vibe shifts immediately every time he pulls yeah. out this picture. Um, and then it cuts to uh this the member of a cult, uh, who's handing out flyers, the Aquarian Brotherhood, which is supposedly where this like brother twelve uh lives and like like the leader of this cult, um. So the so, uh, so guy goes and tracks down the cult, gets there, and his brother is like the shepherd, like leading them back to this island. Head where of recruitment. Is. Head of recruitment, and also doesn't recognize him. Now, 
he did have half of his face blown off, and he's got like you know that dude from uh uh Boardwalk Empire that has the the like oh plastic. Ma- he's got a plastic mask on it basically yeah yeah, yeah he's got mm. that like old timey uh prosthetic facial mm-hmm. like mold um but like it's still his brother so uh his brother like just is like did you get that in the war like oh well thank you for your service let's go and it's like uh, uh also my brother's dead like who the fuck is this that's him. But he doesn't know me, and uh, this is fucking weird. He's supposed to be dead. Um, then he, he finds the woman, and she is definitely not there in duress. Against like her she's, will. Yeah, yeah, she's not there against her will. She's, like, not being held captive. This, this cult is, like, a dream come true. Like, it's just all about, like, community and, like, building a society that, like, outside of, like... Yeah. Classic it's, commune community. Yeah, yeah, cult. yeah. It's a classic commune, classic. but it's also like the guy himself is like, this feels like too good to be true, and that's how I know it is. Um, yeah, it's just it's some of the stuff with this like this like yeah. Uh, yeah, the stuff with like the actual like message that they're talking about. Like, there's some there's some weird how phrasing. Much of this he's, if he's crazy or if he like actually was visited by something like. Very creepy vibes yeah. from this thing. Also, he comes out in the scariest goddamn mask I've ever yeah, seen. What the fuck is that? And the whole thing is like, <laughs> like to protect his identity, quote unquote. And it's like, yeah, eh. like until it's for the new initiates, I think. And like until you're accepted and you don't get to see. Yeah, who until that you know is. me, you cannot see me because like, so basically because it's a fucking me. cult. Yeah, you can't rat. Yeah. Um, dude with half also, the face is like, man, I thought I had a spooky looking face. Yeah, you really could have done <laughs> anything else besides yeah. like this fucking also, scarecrow looking motherfucker. And also, what we've learned is he's the guy in the photo that we yeah. can't see his face. Yeah, that's brother twelve that everyone. And he's in being the like, photo, so like, yeah, he knew his brother. Like, so there's a whole thing going on here. And then, uh, basically, they, uh, so Guy says, well, well, Guy says, uh, you know, I'm gonna give it a shot, and he, like, hides his gun and just, like, throws away the rest of his belongings into the river, and the, and the girl he's looking for, like, watches him do this, which is... But he makes a point to keep the picture. Yes, he does keep the picture and the gun. Uh, probably a good yeah. call. And then probably. the initiation is, they have to strip completely nude get buried alive and, ha- and breathe through a bamboo stick for, is it two days or three days? It would make sense if it were three days. Um, and that's some preacher shit right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but, like, even preacher got a box. This dude's just being buried alive with a bamboo stick for a Honestly, the dude. preacher one's more terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Because he was at the uh, bottom of a lake in a mm-hmm. coffin. Not the worst form of bamboo torture, though. <laughs> uh... Oh no, it's just it's it's one day, so it's it's not multiple days. But anyway, yeah. Um so there's a lot of PTSD, there's a lot of like mm-hmm. you know, uh commentary on how we treat veterans. There's a lot of that kind of shit, but there's also creepy fucking cults. So uh <laughs> they got my number. They uh <laughs> right up cases out. Yeah, you're, you're it is. In. It's fucking yeah. it's creepy and awesome. And it's Zach Thompson who he's done a lot of stuff that we really dig yeah so. so there's something real fucking weird that's gonna ha- come just knowing that that's oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> someone's going to, to get disfigured horribly at some point <laughs> uh, all right so i got another man oops all comic all, all new comics this week oops Number all comics yes quick, that's the name this is comics. the new comic section what 
Well, we're all number one so far. Yeah, it's all number one. Oh, week. oh, oh. That's what you meant. Part. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? All also, new. I want to I want to point out that last week, Sean, you had another number one, also by Hayden Sherman. Same artist. Oh yeah. Oh. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Above above snakes Represent- and rep- this one. Represent- same same artist. Uh, so this is Dark Space's Wildfire, number one, by Scott Snyder, Hayden Sherman, and Rhonda Patterson. Um, so effectively, this is a story about, um, I don't know if this is still happening, but effect- this did oh, used no, to happen. Yes. No, it's, yeah. it's absolutely still. The carceral still state using slave labor of incarcerated people to fight wildfires. Oh. Yeah, so I, yep. I have an interested well, tidbit about this, but like. Yeah, so they're all convicts that uh, join these crews to fight fires. Um, and they do make a point of, in this issue, mentioning that they make at most $2 a day. Yeah, they get paid a, sm- a, a small amount. And yeah, I think a lot of them... truly got rid of slavery in this country. We just kind of renamed it. Yeah, we, br- so we rebranded fact. it for mm. <laughs> uh, private, uh, for, for profit private prisons, and uh, yeah. So I think that some of this is volunteer. Most of this is like you, they volunteer. So fun fact: uh, Danny Trejo was on one of these crews for many years when he was Get in prison in the seventies and eighties. We were talking about you. We're reading his book. Yeah. So fun fact: he, yeah, that he, dude is. Cr- and he, apparently, he fucking loved it. That dude's life is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I haven't even read the book, and I know it's crazy. It's crazy, dude. But you made me want to check out that book. I can't believe he got out of prison before the 70s. <laughs> like, that's fucking crazy to me. Anyway, I could talk about Danny Trejo. Like, that <laughs> book was wild. The fact that for he, our he, other Danny Trejo podcast. Yeah. The fact that he's in any movie, and we know... Yeah. The fact that we even know who he is is a fucking, it's, it's a miracle. Danny Trejo Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So this is a, it's about a crew. It's following this main, uh, this one character. They call, they call her Ma. She's just the, she runs the crew. Um, she's the again, CEO. She's the CEO, but she's still in, you know, she's got her own past. Um, so we get introduced to all the, uh, the five here. Uh, to fight fires and stuff like that. We get our, our five women uh, that are on this crew. Um, I think there's Zoyer, Sawyer, Zinn, Ramos, and Brooks. Um, I like they kind of make a point to talk about like, hey, all these people are in prison. They're all in for a certain thing. These Some of them are going to be here longer than others because some got way real long sentences. Some got shorter. They all got fucked over by someone and now they're all here and it doesn't really matter who you are it only matters who you are on the line in in the park so i thought it was really cool and they're really just here just so they can get to be outside right it's not effectively yeah yeah also feeling like you have a purpose in prison it gives them a purpose yeah and i think some of them and that purpose is incredibly deadly and does not pay yeah, and then I think they're doing it's like, well, if I'm gonna rot in prison, I might as well go fight fucking fires. Like that's the vibe I always got. Like I got from this about it. it's like, it's better than just sitting in a cage. <laughs> like, um, dude, this artwork, it's great. They do the, a, it, it does a really good job throughout. The detail of the inks is just absurd mm. for like for like some of these splash pages and this these colors, man. Rhonda Patterson is very quickly becoming one of my top three favorite color artists, I think. 
Yeah, all of her work on on turtles uh, got my attention, and then this like puts it over the top. It's yep. beautiful. It's gorgeous. So, oh, Ruby is her name. Is the CEO like Ma? She's the actual CEO, but you could tell that she's got some skeletons in her closet. It appears that she may have lost a daughter or some kind of family member, um, and just kind of lives this solitary life, and really only kind of is around to work with these women and keep them safe like she's been diagnosed with cancer and like oh you're gonna be out for eight weeks she's like not a fucking chance three at the most so that's the kind of person we're like talking about that's running this but it's the a very of the different book, relationship that a ceo would have with an inmate too like and i think the dynamic of them being firefighters and being on a crew because if she, one of those crew fuck up, they're all going to die. So it's yeah. a very different dynamic. So it's not, I don't think it's a typical power dynamic as we would see normally with COs in a prison, which another reason I think kind of drew me to the book in particular. But the main crux of the book is, so they're out fighting fires in California. We get a little bit of background on how these people ended up there. Uh, one just kind of um, had the law stacked up against them. One of them kind of fought back when they shouldn't have. One of them, wrong place, wrong time. One just kind of got fucking set up. Um, so the one basically was like, yo, I used to work for this giant fucking rich motherfucker and his house is near here. And like, all right, whatever, cool. You want to watch it burn? Which I love <laughs> is that their immediate reaction. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, bitch. <laughs> and he's, she's like, she's like, yeah, but also like it's a $900 million house and that's where they kept everything yeah that was his Let, fucking stash house <laughs> let's go fucking see what we can find out um and um the whole book is basically it opens up with you seeing these bodies burning in a fire and then the whole book is talking about seeing the trap before a fire starts and like all the, the circumstances that all the things that lead to the fire, fire. exactly yeah. yeah and then at the end ma is basically like i i she's like all right fuck it let's do it like, we're all in. Let's go figure it out. And basically, she's like, I wish I saw the trap. Those are the those are our bodies. The crew, my crew. I wish I because I lost sight of the trap. And that was like issue one. I'm like, I'm Love fucking it. in. Love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, the, the hooks are in, man. This yeah. is great. Yeah. It was really a heist cool. book that uh, with incarcerated women who just want their freedom and they're stealing from their billionaire <laughs> asshole yeah, ex bosses. Mm. Yeah, it's got me. It checks a lot of boxes. <laughs> yeah, I love when Snyder's great. doing this kind of stuff. I yeah, just stuff that Snyder is so good at. I think this is yeah. where I think I saw something earlier that they um, that witches is, might be coming back. Which oh. is we got to talk about witches and severed on this podcast at some point. Yeah, Fuck yeah. I, that's a good idea. But yeah, this was great. Uh, check it out. Uh, this was a surprise book. I wasn't quite sure what it was, but decided to kind of grab it, and I am I not. Think uh, upset. I think Snyder did a book with Tula Lote too this week. Really? For Comicsology okay. called Barnstormers, or it could be making, uh, making shit yeah, up. Yeah, I think okay. it is for Comicsology because I don't read digital. But that sounds like a dream. <laughs> team. I believe you. Yeah, it does. That sounds great. <laughs> All right. Well, now for something I guess uh, uh again pretty different. Man, we're nailing uh, the segues this week. Yeah, <laughs> we got them on on lock. And now a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, I've got do a power bomb number two by uh, Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer. 
Uh, this is kind of right up my alley. Like I almost yeah, did, right. Casey kind of bullied me into reading this because uh, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've kind of had a weird on and off again relationship with pro wrestling over the last few years, and I've been kind of falling off of it. But uh, this this hit a note for me. This is a this is an awesome. Casey book. was it like, Adam, this is me. your pick. Yeah, like I don't. I, I was gonna seal it if you weren't gonna do <laughs> it because it's a great book. Like anyway, even if you yeah. don't like pro wrestling, but like holy shit, it, here it is. <laughs> it's great. It looks fucking amazing. Uh, that too. This yeah. is like the perfect book for Daniel Warren Johnson. So yeah. also, uh, before you jump into it, the whole reason he wrote this book is because he got really into New Japan wrestling during COVID, and that was I his was, like coping mechanism during. COVID. I was gonna say like, I <laughs> New New Japan is like the is one of the only. Uh, wrestling organizations i still really follow anymore because like i don't know it, it's a long story i've 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 found reasons to hate like just about every american uh wrestling are you, organization are you telling me that the entertainment industry is uh, messy and full of problematic people and run you... by just the worst kind of people imaginable yeah oh yeah it's almost like, i mean uh, I'm, and i'm sure i do japan's everything. probably also run by absolute a-holes i just you know don't you don't speak Japan. Japanese, so it's a lot harder to find those details. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, so so we start off, there's this title fight for the, what do they call it? The TGPW, the, the Tokyo Grand Pro Wrestling uh, title, which is funny. That's kind of an amalgamation between NJPW and IWGP, which are the two big uh, wrestling companies in Japan. Anyway, I'm being a nerd. Um, so we have... Uh, U.S. Steel Horse and Cobra Sun, who are who are fighting for the, the this title, and we get some backstage right beforehand. And U.S. Daughter comes in to wish her good luck. Also, it's U.S. Steel Rose, not Horse. Steel Rose. What did I say? I said Steel Horse. horse. Dumb. <laughs> Continue. Steel Sorry. Rose is way better. Uh, <laughs> so we get we get like um this. I I I've I've seen like documentary footage of Mick Foley with his kids that felt a lot like this where like it's like all right well mommy's got to go uh you know defend this title for you I'm doing this for you like this real cute family dynamic there's there's a father figure who's like 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 the dad's not going to be there for it but there's this like uncle blood who's there <laughs> Oh everyone loves an uncle blood Good old uncle blood <laughs> What <laughs> But uh, this is all issue one. Um, nice. So this match happens and there's there's a, a slip up during a really big spot and uh, Yua breaks her neck, it looks like. Um, yeah, yeah, it was like he, he was on the top rope doing uh, uh, like dropping her down on her head. I don't know what that move is called. Is that a powerbomb? Is that literally what a powerbomb is? Not really. It kind of <laughs> looks like this move that... Uh, it's like his signature move, and he and he his foot slips off the top rope as he's going down, and she just fucking lands on her. Doesn't neck open with them doing sucks. the move, and then it, it cutting it, still it, frame. This is a power bomb. It's kind of like this move AJ Styles I just used did to a do. Power bomb. That's really just fucking scary. I, he almost ended this dude's career doing it, but yeah, it's it's a. It seems a like a bad position. move. Maybe don't do it. That's what I always said. Like, hey, how about you know you don't break guys' necks anymore. Because in order to land it right, you have to hold your head up and not tuck your neck to your to your chest, which is like 
the one rule you do when you take a big bump in wrestling is you you tuck your neck to your chest so you don't get whiplash. So it's like you have to do the reverse of what you want to do. And this is all Adam's inner monologue moves like skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, right. No. Tuck your chin to your Why, chest. Why'd you no, do this move? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm 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 marking out a little too much here, but uh. Uh, after she dies, it cuts to ten years later, and it's it's her daughter. Yeah, so she doesn't survive this. <laughs> uh, and then we uh, we cut to the daughter, older, growing up, and kind of going through the same footsteps, like kind of working her way up through the indies and just kind of getting her ass handed to her because she was never really proper properly trained because. Guess what? Uncle Blood, who was a trainer, made a promise years ago that he wouldn't train her. So it's like, all right, so you're just going to let me continue to get my ass whooped in these, like, you know, bingo halls? So that's when we meet, um... Necro. Yeah, this weird oh, necromancer. You mean Grant Morrison? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, there's, Green like, Lantern this interdimensional villains. necromancer who, like... He's an alien. He's for sure an alien, right? He might be interdimensional. I, I yes, read alien. He like discovered TV and got really into wrestling, so now he like he wants to do his own wrestling thing. <laughs> Good for him. Martian yeah, he's yeah. transporting wrestlers from Earth to his like battle island. <laughs> I just like, like the beginning of like every Dope. anime I love and I love it. Yeah. There's, also, an episode, I, there, there, there's an issue of the of the Archie run of Ninja Turtles that's very similar to this. There's makes sense. There's definitely a uh, Grant Morrison-esque kind of uh situation where it's uh wrestling usually takes inspiration from the soap opera of comics, but now it's feeding right. into act- comics about wrestling. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very soap opery. Yeah. Uh, that's I, that's part of the reason why I like Japanese wrestling is like a lot of that like soap opera horseshit is just kind of missing or in a language that I don't really understand so I can kind of tune it out. <laughs> um, my favorite part about this dude is that he's just like, it's going to be great. You're going to wrestle. It's going to be awesome. And she's like, okay, well, who's going to win? And he's like, we'll find out. And she's like, but it's, you know, all pro wrestling is yeah, scripted. You know how he's this like, works, right? <laughs> good one, kid. You're hilarious. Anyways, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a booker, a booker, right? We figure all the, but uh, but so he's do- he's doing a big tournament and he needs tag teams, and the the carrot on the end of the stick of all of this is he's like, if you win, I can bring your mom back because like I'm a necromancer. So this is now. Now she has to go find a partner. We cut to a, a backroom fucking classic Japanese death match with uh, Cobra Sun. So that's where he's at these days. Getting uh, smashed in the back by light tubes and barbed wire. And it's like he's shit. doing like, like doing flagellation, but yeah. as a job. Like yeah, he's those just- Japanese death matches are no fucking joke. It's, it was literally a chair completely wrapped in barbed wire. I'm just like, oh, yeah. fuck you. Just <laughs> fuck you. Don't do Dude, just no. l- look up, l- go on YouTube and look up Terry Funk and, and, and Cactus Jack in New Japan. Fucked up shit, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Just like, like unnecessary and like, you start to get queasy after a while. You're like, why are these guys still doing this shit? Like, <laughs> maybe, stabbed in maybe the take forehead a with a fork shit. Oh yeah, that happens in here too. Yeah. 
It definitely yeah, seems like a, an homage to that specific fight. Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very Mick Foley in Japan kind of moment. So that's where he's at. I guess he's kind of punishing himself. Like he never really quite got over, you know, killing this wrestler's mom all those years ago. So she shows up in his his uh his locker room like, hey, I need a tag team. He's like, you met the necromancer, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that we can just skip over her explaining it to him and him not believing her because he's like, yeah, 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 I met him too. It was fucking it's, weird. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it reminded me of that bit in Wayne's World 2. He's like, oh, you met the, the naked Indian, didn't you? <laughs> uh, did you meet Jim so, Morrison too? Yeah, you met Jim Morrison. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to leave out, there's a big reveal at the end of issue two that I'm actually going to leave out, because you should read this. Um, it's very good. There's yeah. a very, a very uh, surprising end to Yeah, issue I two. was in before that surprise reveal, but that's when I texted you. I it's was just like, holy such a, it's shit. It's such a pro wrestling surprise reveal, too. Like, yeah. Honestly, this, this book might get me back into wrestling. Like, I'm, I'm, I have a bunch of NJPW saved up on my DVR. I'm probably going to watch after this. Hell yeah. All right. Well, speaking of being hype as fuck, don't want to fucking talk about some 80s Thor. I guess. Goddamn Walter <laughs> Simons and Thor. Holy fuck, man. This is also, so much fun. Also, like, talk, talking about coming out the gate strong on your Thor run, just having this ominous figure beating metal this that is as big as planets forging. Like, what a way to fucking come in, man. Yep. Yeah, man. These Especially first two pages, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Let's do they this don't shit. <laughs> they don't reveal it to what be Surtur forging the Twilight Sword until after this whole volume is done. I think it's in like issue like one, like 345 or something like that. Like It's like at the it, end of this volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, they reveal Surtur, but they don't reveal that it's the Twilight Blade yet. They do. Um, they do? Yeah, they call it the Twilight Blade. Yeah, it's like uh, I think it's the very end of this. The but last it's like, panel. Yeah. It's eight <laughs> issues later. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I just love that. So we talked about Aaron's Thor, and we're going to talk yeah. about Simonson's. And I love the both have the same energy where Absolutely. their first issue, the Thor gets his shit rocked by a new character. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, there's no better way to have your main, er, introduce a new character than have them come in and just beat the shit out of, of a god. Of your main, <laughs> right. like, the book is called Thor and they just got their shit rocked. Like, yeah, this I'm dude like, just I got, got the, like, the floor wiped with a character that we don't even know the name of yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like I, I got a couple issues in, I'm like, they, like, you could very much tell that Jason Aaron read this Thor run is like, I'm gonna write this shit one day. Like they oh, were yeah. tapping into that same well, yep. and in like the best we, possible the, way. Like, like you do the first, you you know, Thor before Simonson. I got to tell you, I read some. I had to read some like late one hundreds to two hundred Thor, uh, for because I was doing an Eternals read through, and there's a there's a whole like Odin, God mine or Unimine arc. Anyway. Um, it's not the best stuff. So Simonson like came on board and like immediately was like, all right, we're going to completely, we're going to like get back to like Jack Kirby. Like we're going to completely revitalize this. And yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna clarify that statement by saying the Kirby shit is just fucking out of this world. Cool. Um, 
But yeah, yeah no, agreed. And There's we'll get... a big lull in between yeah. Kirby and Simon. But I mean, you, I like, yeah, you introduce Beta Ray Bill, and you have him. You have a new character that no one has ever seen before. Take me owner. Like, how often does that, oh, that happen? That's a great. Yeah, it. Yeah, and like you said, one. We get this new brand new character, which they introduce in a fucking awesome way with this giant fucking spaceship right, rolling through and just fucking shit up. The best character. Like you said, Sue, um, this is still the age of Donald Blake, so you have that wrinkle to go into uh, this part. But like you said, even before that, it's Thor versus this Beta Ray Bill, and like you said, he just beats the shit out <laughs> he of him. He does! And then yeah. takes Mjolnir and just continues to and beat the... He like, it's like, yep, this is mine now. He, he takes the, the Donald Blake stick and becomes Thor, and it's just like, yeah. this is mine now. It's like, oh, okay, what? Yeah, no, they got... So, so yeah, they're fighting... All right. So, yeah, we just jumped, we just jumped into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, those are I, the, like, this, these issues go, are very dense. So yeah, like, we can't go beat so by we'll, beat, but I think it's important to start out this run, like especially the Beta Ray shit, like, to go a little bit more in-depth. Yeah, this is it's probably just, my favorite of the two. Yeah, it's so fucking good. It's the most classic for sure. Um, but yeah, it's just Donald Blake just uh, walking around, limping around, being Donald Blake, and uh, Nick just Fury being just being Donald Blake. Just <laughs> sorry, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> so, so Nick Fury just like scoops him up, and he's like, "I got a problem. I need your help." And he's like, "Why? I'm just a regular doctor." And he's like, "Shut the fuck up! I know exactly who you I are. I am Nick." Fucking Fury. Nick Fury's yeah. energy in this is Man, so chaotic, I miss, and I love yeah. it. I miss Nick. It's very Hunter Thompson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, back back when like being the head of the CIA was actually cool and not evil. Uh, yeah, right. So, yeah, yes. it's always been, it's always been evil. I know, I know. We just know. didn't um, know. Exactly. Nick Fury isn't um, like. I mean, he's a good guy, but like, yeah, he's he's, he's got <laughs> shit on everyone, you know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, he's like, yeah, so you got to come help. Uh, get, get the other guy. He's got to come help me uh, because there is a massive ship headed for Earth that is going to fuck us up. Like it and is. And their best guess is it's running on stars. <laughs> yeah. That's it, like, how they figured it out. <laughs> yeah. It, it ate stars. a star and now it's headed for us. Maybe go check on it. I so never got he, the whole Donald gets... Blake thing. So like it was a oh, curse. Yeah. Well, so, we can get yeah. into that. But yeah. Yeah, it was a curse that uh, Odin put on him because, it, as we saw in the, in the Jason Aaron run, before he's able to wield Mjolnir, uh, he's an arrogant fucking asshole. Yeah, teach him some fucking humility. Yeah, so he, so so is he David specifically... Blake, is he a real guy? Like, did you remember the... Did you read the Tani beginning that Donny Cates Donny, from? Donny Cates, Because actually, he talks about that. So, yeah, like... No. The, en- <laughs> the ending of this run kind of gets full... Or the ending of this arc kind of actually feeds into Donny Cates' run like 40 years later. Like pretty much well, perfectly. And, yeah. and uh, uh, Straczynski brings uh, Donald Blake back mm, for a little okay. while as well. Um, but yeah, yeah no, so basically he, he is, he is a, a concept. Like yeah. he's not a fully formed person. He's just a disguise that has some sentience. But every time Thor takes over, he's just fucking banished. So the Donny Cates run take like uses that it's and it's like, just what like oh he's when he's banished. he's been banished yeah. for like an eon <laughs> yeah. for like it's, an epoch yeah, it's, it's and like he's if, lost if his you just mind. buried Billy Batson into yes. Captain Marvel yep, yep. and we're like you right. don't get to ever come out again pretty much yeah 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 exactly um but yeah so so it it was definitely a more like uh innocent uh storytelling device back in the day because it was just like 
oh yeah, he needs to learn how to be humble and like learn yeah. how to. Well, he needs to, he needs to care for the humans that he's supposed to take. Care I mean, of, like you know what I mean. Like real mythology was and... all about that shit. Like you oh, spend yeah. time as a goat to learn a yeah, lesson or whatever. Yeah, fit the vibe of Odin, just kind of like yeah, just. Thor literally had to cross-dress and marry a troll king <laughs> to learn humility this, at one point I, in the it, prose edda. This also, to, to, this also isn't it, the uh, first Marvel Thor. No. Yeah. Right. To me, it felt like it felt like we need... It, it felt like forcing a, a secret identity and it never really truly made sense to me. So what I really liked about this, and we'll expand it a little bit more, I felt like Walt, like Simonson, he's the first one to realize Thor is more than just someone who's on Midgard and has an altered identity. Like, yeah, he yeah. kind of like this felt like this was like one of the first times it's like, hey, remember like Thor's named after like a god? Let's go, let's go, let's, yeah, let's do cosmic. Let's go shit. mess yeah. with that shit. Like, yeah, because he kind of got, you know, we'll get we'll get to it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, so so anyway, back to him investigating Cut this to. ship that eats stars. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he rolls up on Scuttlebutt and Scuttlebutt is a sentient ship. So it has its own defenses Which, that it starts attacking. Uh, I have to say to me, obviously, like how <laughs> much do you think Walt Simonson is just writing Thor, drawing this shit. And every time it's like <laughs> Scuttlebutt, like <laughs> love it because it's like real, it's a real word. You know that, right? No, it is. But it's just like, it's such <laughs> a funny and ridiculous name for a ship. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, especially a ship that will later get a crush on Beta Ray Bill. So <laughs> scuttling oh, that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah. Uh. Meanwhile, this uh this unseen entity is asleep in its like crystal bed, uh, where it's being like oh like powered and fucking comes out and it's Beta Ray Bill and it's got his crazy fucking horse face and it's just Thor's like, what the fuck are you? And Bill is like. All right, demon, let's fucking go. And just immediately jumps to the conclusion that Thor is a goddamn demon. And because his race, is, his race is being murdered by demons, right? Yeah. Yes, but here's the thing. We see the demons later on in this run, and they look nothing like <laughs> humanoids. He just, so he just like got kind out of, of stasis. Weird. But also, he just woke up yeah. and there's someone in his fucking house. He has, like, he has face sure. blindness. Give him a break. I'd fucking punch him in the face too. <laughs> Fuck that dude. I mean, punching him in the face is one thing. Like, why are you in my house? Why why are you in my my spaceship girlfriend right now? Why are um, you trying to my destroy my spaceship, spaceship girlfriend right now? You just hit him <laughs> with your also, fucking I ship maybe... scuttlebutt Sith, okay? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, no, the he just he just immediately like, "All right, demon." And it's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Who's the demon? What's going on?" Um, yeah, so we find out later that um, Beta Ray Bill started beating the shit out of Thor because he did think he was a demon, and demons are destroying all of his people. Um, uh, they're like, yeah, yeah. I just love their that planet he... was destroyed, and and like there's like the, the massive like star that supported their planet just became a portal for fucking demons. I so hate we find when all that this happens. out later, but yeah, I know, right? But in the middle me. of this massive fight, uh, they get too close to Earth, so Thor just like snaps back into being Donald Blake. And drops Mjolnir. Yeah. yeah. Well, he lost Mjolnir, which turns back into a walking stick. And yeah, uh, yep. Beta Ray Bill's like, oh, what's this weird stick? Boom, I'm fucking Thor. So yeah, he becomes Beta Ray Thor and just like fucks off. He just like, is this when Odin snaps him up? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, so as they're, he's like figuring this out and then uh, Donald Blake is just like, oh, this isn't, this never happens to me. This is, this really, I'm, ah. <laughs> My favorite part about it is the Odin appears 
and because he needs like oh there's a threat coming that i can't see come back home son my favorite part is all seeing all knowing thor yeah, odin <laughs> oh you're wearing my son's clothes come on up it's like, did, like did, speaking he's of a face, horse blindness. face my guy like yeah like you <laughs> i mean idiot yes but also it just goes to show how like rare of occurrence that someone else having yeah, the owner didn't is even think about it i think that didn't was the other thing is like there shouldn't have been someone else that could carry me but seriously like, like big thing too. what a, what a, just i just love that like statement just like someone else yeah. has me owner now like who the fuck yeah. is this guy? This, this must like, have blown people's minds when they read this for the first time. Oh yeah, as, yeah. as far as I know, this is the first time anyone besides Thor was able to hold Mjolnir. Uh, uh, I don't I'm like that's like sure. Cap holding it in Infinity War. Like yeah, just blowing just, the normies' minds. I know there's just, fucking, this is just a fucking I, dope way to. Come I know in. there's like five yeah. characters that have, but some of like total. But I think all of them were after Bill. Yeah, but like, it's and like, point. some of them were like alt Earth. So I don't know. It's we don't. Yeah, I didn't do yeah, enough research for yeah. that. But but we don't I need do to get love into Thunderstrike or any of that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we don't. That's later. Thunderstrike also. is the um, best. Uh, <laughs> but I do love that, like, because the you know the like whosoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the right. power of Thor. It it does for him exactly what. Uh, in the Avengers 2 where Vision is in it and Vision just like whoop, picks it up like oh. after all the other Avengers were like having trouble picking it up it does the exact same thing where it's like oh I don't need any character development this dude right. fucking rocks exactly like, it is yep. it's just this yeah yeah we immediately get his backstory it's like this is a good guy we don't know why but this I is mean, a good dude I mean this is like yeah this is the 80s and you've had 340 issues of Thor People, 336 to be pe- exact. Or no, not not that many because it Journey to Mystery 83 is never mind. Anyway, oh, you, yeah, you, right, you yeah, have yeah. A, you know more than 100 issues of Thor. A lot You got a lot, you of, a lot of fucking Thor. Thor. People know what me owner is, you know? Yeah. It it's like it's such a you, and they don't you don't you don't need exposition. You don't need and to like come up with some contrived. It's just like you immediately know in 1983 to have a hero that looks like this motherfucker must have also blown people's minds because yeah. he is scary. He has a horse skeleton face, which is like, which is armor or some or battle. Form? No, no, no. He's a cyborg. Oh, um, he, was yeah, a, he was a he was an alien a, yeah. that got turned into a cyborg horse. So, so that's the next issue. We get later. a little bit more about his backstory. <laughs> we get the full yeah. background at the end of the arc. Yeah. Mm. So, so we'll just jump to that and talk about it now because natural segue. Yeah, it's um, fine. So, so when they saw this demon threat coming, um, the Cor- Corbinites, right? Is yes. that the right yep. word? Yeah, yep. thank you. The Corbinites, um, I keep getting mixed up with uh, Cor- Corban or whatever, the Darth Maul's plan. Oh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> the, the Corbinites, um, they, they try to pick their, their greatest warrior. And all of the trials that they put all these warriors through either killed them or turned them insane. And he was yep. the very last of like hundreds and hundreds, like thousands of fucking warriors to like try, and he was the only one that that was worthy. So he so finally he's just gets the to Steve the, Rogers of this planet. He kinda, but like in a way more brutal fucking way. Like like yeah. they all die or went insane. Like all of the losers. Like yeah. every warrior they had couldn't make it through the trials in a like physical or mental sense. And finally gets to the end and they're like, okay, in order to be our savior. 
like they they like modified his body to like be able to fight and and be strong enough to beat the shit out of Thor even without Mjolnir. Like that's how powerful yeah, like he is. Said, they pretty much cyborg him. Yeah, like they well, yeah. basically so turn him into this battle beast. But the 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 interesting part to me beast. that I had forgotten. Like I read this when I was a kid. He looked like a thumb. I, I then never went to a horse. <laughs> but the thing is, they picked the uh most like the apex predator from their planet mm. to turn him into. So that's why he had so so the apex predator on their planet looks like a fucking horse. That's the I will, that's the takeaway there. I will say uh Beta Ray Bill's Thor design, one of the best designs of the 80s. It's, it's awesome. It's fucking cool. And it's, it's the awesome. best. I've shared it in the Discord as I was reading it. But the best reveal page just Oh yeah. It is so just, good. Oh. It fucks. Beta Ray Thor fucks. That's yeah. well. Th th that's I was going to say that too. Like w when you were saying when a character picks up Mjolnir, you're like, this guy fucks. Like, well, we know right away that that it's so funny too because we had that whole Daniel Warren Johnson miniseries where he couldn't fuck, but which is hilarious <laughs> because he gets he gets to Asgard and Simonson literally has a panel of a random Asgardian woman going, "I want to bed that guy." Yeah. Also, Sif's like, yo, what's up right. with that dude? Right, Sif is like, well, yeah. Thor is like There's pissing a whole conversation. Off. There's a whole conversation between Sif and another woman, and the woman's like, Ewe looks kind of weird, and Sif's like, yeah, but he beat the shit out of Thor and then picked and up that, Mjolnir, so this and guy- And fucking does it for also, me. Also, I, I, <laughs> <think, laughs> I think- He's the warrior champion of his people? Like, what? I, I think like, they, of course I'm gonna fuck this I think guy. they only, like, slightly touch on it, but I think the- before mm -hmm. issues of this, Sif and Thor were like having issues. I don't know. Well, yeah, they kind of talk about that this, a little bit. There's yeah. an issue in here, so we get later. <laughs> if the rest um, of him is horse-like, then I want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's actually what else did they it's, augment? It's you know what I mean? Miniature version of his head. <laughs> it's just his yeah, face. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or it's like Nay. whatever their planet's sex organs are are terrifying and dangerous. Right. Like it's like right. a tentacle with. Feet I say the nay. <laughs> I say the name. I say the name. Anyway. Um, there's like, oh my God. But no, the beginning of so this, uh, we also get a lot of uh, like flashes of uh, Loki's just machinations. And part of that is uh, hooking up with Lorelai, who is Enchantress's sister, and getting her to trick Sif into thinking that Thor is fucking her. Like, it's like Yo, Loki and, wants... and Lorelai. Like hooking she wants up, but bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lorelei so, wants, so first, so first they they push Sif away, and then second, Lorelai moves ba in to try and steal. Yeah, um, and then Beta Ravel shows up, and Sif's like, "Yo, what up, girl? What? How you doing? How are you? How are you doing?" <laughs> so there's like, I don't even know how to talk about this, but I like how. So we got Beta Ravel got sucked back up to Asgard and just immediately starts fighting Odin. Like this dude doesn't fucking give a shit. I love like he has no fear like from the jump we're getting a character that is like all right and whatever bro I've, let's do it also I I freaking <laughs> love Odin's Odin's response of okay you have me owner uh Thor needs that back I'll just make you a fucking another one bro I'll, I'll just, just yeah, build you I'll, another well, hammer well, before that yeah yeah before, before that, that happens let me get you so, another one yeah, yeah, yeah. So before that happens, they go to battle to see who oh, reigns supreme and who, right. who deserves to, who to have Mjolnir. And Thor gets so, his ass kicked so, again. Well, yep. Odin specifically sends him to, like, Mustafar, like a fucking lava planet. Yep. And later he on... He was the chosen uh, one. Beta I yeah, have well, the high ground. 
<laughs> but Beta Ray Bill goes to Odin. He's like, hey, man, um, you know, I, I kind of live on a lava planet and that's where I've been fighting <laughs> fucking demons for forever. So, like, did you do that on purpose for me to win or to fuck with Thor? And Odin's like, who knows? <laughs> well, and I, the, I we also see wisdom, you know, but we also <laughs> see we we see Beta Ray Bill's true colors. Like, yeah, he beats Thor and they kind of both fall on this rock that's going to go over a lava cliff, uh-huh. lava river cliff. Waterfall, yeah. lava fall. <laughs> and at that moment, he grabs Thor and tries to jump off. So he's trying, no matter what, even yeah. the defeat, he's like, I yeah. don't want to let him he die like him this. He beats him into unconsciousness the and then yeah. he risks his own life to save Thor's right. after beating his ass. And then and he gets saved like, all of back. us from a whole joining the dark side story. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, then right after that, basically. He didn't like, cut like, off Thor's arms yeah. and legs. So that's right, nice. Yeah. That's a nicer thing than Obi-Wan. Um, <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, I just like how Bill was just kind of like, yeah, I deserve Milner, and Odin's like, well, he kind of needs that. He Bro, you cool if I just make you a new one? That. that cool? If, if you're Thor in that moment, you gotta be like, he could have just made another one all this time? Yeah, like, come on, man. <laughs> but like, this whole next issue, when they're going through the process of making this one, and like that, I think that reveal page of him getting it is... Getting it's so bad. It's so fucking awesome. Uh, like, so good. To, like I was thinking about this. Like, if like Jason Aaron it, Thor is like Slayer and Metallica, this is like Iron Maiden and Dio. Like, that's yeah. just what I was hearing in my fucking brain. It's true. This is some new wave of British heavy metal shit right here. Yeah, like yeah. that's all this I was British hearing. Steel man. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get Aaron's run without that. I mean, we said it, but no, you you don't. Like, it's and it's like becoming more and more obvious as I was reading this. I'm like, like this was the. Like, I think you kind of said it, RJ, like, this reinvented Thor. Like, this is why we have Thor comics that exist today. Yeah, because this of this is, dude right here. <laughs> I got it. This is, this is British Steel by Judas Priest, and the Jason Aaron run is... Uh, uh, Rain and Blood. Uh, Ride the Lightning mm. by Metallica. Ah, uh, Ride like, the Lightning. Yeah, like I said, it's, yeah. that's, it's, that's that next era. Right? Um, it's like, I mean, that's this where is you're at. It's great. Claremont on X-Men, and, you know, just, like, it's, it's just takes the character and, and really... It's, it's passion. It, I've, I've talked about it a million times. It's, if, if you care like about the get, character, he gets it. It yeah. really shows through. And it's just. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And, like, it's fucking and I don't want to undercut. Like, there's a lot of issue in each issue. <laughs> and, like. Yeah, we can't, we can't physically this, go through all of In between it. all of this awesomeness is these fucking smithing interludes that are Dude, so. They're like cool. one page. They're like one page cutaways of just yeah. this guy forging a sword, and, and it's not like, ominous at all. No, not at all. While yeah. this guy's still forging this fucking sword, yeah, like he's so like, and I think and like, yeah, he's forging it like this entire fucking arc. We also yeah. we also get a bunch of interludes. So we we get little pieces of Loki clearly has a plan. Uh, Lorelai has a fucking plan. Yeah. Uh, we also get. Uh, Volstag, my Volstag fucking sitting boy, on a guy for a while. just sitting on a guy telling him the story of Balder. So we get yes. Balder's backstory about how Balder like was killed by Loki and went to hell and like saw the faces of the damned that he killed in battle and yeah. like crawled his Broken. way out of hell and then became a fucking pacifist and refused to kill anymore. And it's just like, yep, what? That's the that's the C plot. So you like, yeah, I, yeah. And I, wanna, I three definitely want to try the drugs that were responsible for these issues man well you know, uh, the it's, drug it was is 80s just pure it, joy. it's my it's my favorite <laughs> favorite thing this is why you have to have writers on 
books for longer than like 10 issues because like yeah, yeah. they need to have their stretch their legs i mean i it, i you know? you know i get it you know there's a million other real world reasons why you can't always have long runs but just seeing a writer plan for the long game is so satisfying Plant those seeds, man is yeah like you say he he set up Malekith literally from the first page mm-hmm. like he's setting up another villain that is stronger um, than the one that we just loki, saw beat the show loki before. and mm-hmm. Malekith in this book are is so good dude loki no. is the son of a bitch in this i, that, like, I would say that that's yeah. like the well, one the god of sons of bitches i would say that's the dude. one thing i missed from reading the aaron stuff last week was just having loki in the background just being a being a yeah, jerk there's you get there's him later a lot more but yeah. like Norse mythology, a lot more of like we gotta fight some fucking trolls and Loki's being a real son of a bitch, but also here's my and, bros being bros. And I love you know, like yeah. I just love Loki Baldur and Volstag and Hogan and ah, I, oh. I just love it where the like Loki's like setting up a plan and someone's like, Why are you doing this? And it's like because it's gonna be funny. It's yeah. like because of course. <laughs> yeah. Like Yeah. He's just on yeah. 4chan okay. if we're comparing shit. Oh, Jesus. If we're comparing to fucked up crazy Norse mythology, I will say again, there's a <laughs> there's a real there's a real piece of, of fucking Norse mythology in the Prosetta where Loki transforms into a female horse to lead away like this dude, I forget if it's Thor or somebody else, but this dude is trying to like build this wall and he needs a horse to like do it, to like <laughs> keep the frost giants away. Some kind of giant. Um but in order to lure away the, the the stallion, Loki's just like, look, I'm a sexy lady horse, takes the horse off, fucks him, has a kid. <laughs> Loki commits to the bit. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> he goes hard. <laughs> yeah. And then that kid is yeah. named Sleep Near Sleep Near, and he's got nine legs for some what reason. Kind of so like talking about drugs to make the Simonson run. We're getting, we're getting right? way off track here. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Norse mythology. So, so now that much. Beta Ray Bill's got a fucking hammer, my bros oh, yeah, team yeah, yeah. up to go fight some fucking demons. So something yeah. I noticed that I thought was funny, and I think it's because they're probably a pain in the dick to draw, is Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder. You only ever see one of their heads at a time. Oh yeah, uh, you to, never to, see both of them. Yeah, they tried to that, draw that a goat. Sense. They look yeah, they look like they Horrifying. will fuck you up. And yeah, this. they are gonna fuck some shit up. Also, I just thought it was funny every time they did it. You, there's only ever one that's, head. That's or just the chariot, and like they're off. Look, listen, off you got it. One's yeah. off you're, panel you're, uh, at all yeah, times. You're writing yeah. and drawing this. You gotta work smarter, not harder. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I just thought it was like, interesting. Also, yeah. Have you yeah. ever drawn a goat? It's not the easiest thing. In yeah, look. No, horses are, are really easy. hard too, man. A horse yeah. doesn't make any fucking oh, sense. I, and he made uh, one of the main characters have a horse. If face, you spend like, time on art Twitter at least just once a day, you probably see a fuck drawing horses post. I, I yeah. swear, <laughs> it happens all the time. I mean, clearly, none of those artists screw up as horse girls because that's the only thing I know how to draw. <laughs> but, uh, uh, anyway, all right. Yeah. Um, These next two issues of or issue of him battling demons with Beta, Beta Ray Bill, and Sif are fucking incredible. It's just a fucking tsunami and of demons. I just like it's just a, it's a shit. Also, so I love that awesome. he he sets up Stormbreaker. He like you know gives Beta Ray Bill his own hammer. And then in order to like close the portal, the thing they have to do is fucking throw both their hammers at, at each the, other. Yep. It's so good. Ah. Cross the streams, yeah. man. The power of teamwork, baby. Well, that's 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 two books in a row where we've got two, ham- two yeah, Mjolnir like yeah. hammers colliding inside of a bomb. Yeah. I just <laughs> yep. I'm just picturing I'm just picturing Jason Aaron like as a young kid reading this is like, what about three? <laughs> 
(laughs) 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 Um, I also don't want to sidetrack too much, um, but last week I kind of bitched about the Thor Love and Thunder movie. And if I have any other gripe that I did not mention, it is that Tooth Dasher and Tooth Grinder remain unnamed in the movie. And while, yes, them screaming constantly every time they're on screen they're just like they're just screaming like people and that's my favorite goat screaming like people is my favorite thing that's ever existed and like i'm so glad i'm so glad go scream like people but like why didn't you just call them tooth dasher tooth grinder those are the fucking best names you just you just chose to not put that in the movie fuck you anyway moving on um i think one of the first conversations casey and i ever had was about goats that's that's probably true yeah, that's uh, hi. Nice to meet you. I do you want to watch this video of goat screaming with me and watch me giggle the, um, for ten minutes? I like the end of this particular issue because I feel like we get like such a quintessential Odin um, moment where he's like, "Oh, you know what, Beta built you're a true warrior. You know, you're in this form. I got this enchantment that I don't quite need anymore. Let me hook you up." So he puts the enchantment from Mjolnir onto Stormbreakers so to change form. So Beta Ray Bill gets goes back to his original form. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Um, which is also, which immediately is that two birds one stone. That's how I was getting there. It's like, and immediately Thor asks Odin, what about Donald Blake? And Odin's like, ha, let's go drink and fuck. Like, it just <laughs> yeah. completely just doesn't well, Then you can even bother. That yeah. person doesn't then you exist. you can picture young Daddy, Daddy Cates just going, all right, but yeah. what, what if we fucking... Well, what did yeah, happen like, what the to him? Did, did you just blink a person out of existence <laughs> I, at a whim? I really, I, yeah. I laughed at that part because... Knowing like Daddy Cates is red, it's like, well, what happened? It's like, eh, eh. Ah, it's fine. Don't worry about Don't it. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but also, yeah, part, that part great. of that, like, there's been this buildup of like Beta Ray Bill just being like, I am fine. I need nothing. Leave me alone. And then like Sif going back to Scuttlebutt and being like, yo, what's this guy's deal? Is he okay? I feel like he's not okay. You want to talk, he's girl? Really not awesome. Girl, let's dish. And then Scuttlebutt is like, you have no fucking idea how broken he is. Like, his <laughs> own people are terrified of him and shun him because he's scary looking. Look at him. He's got a horse face. It's fucked so up. T- so they put the enchantment on there so that he could like be normal. Speaking again, of, uh, you know, speaking yeah, of exactly. inspiring future writers, it's there great. is a Sif and Scuttlebutt reunion in the journey in the mystery when Sif is the star of that book, which is an amazing oh, no. run. Yeah. I love that book. Yeah. Yeah, cause they yeah, as when they're during this huge battle, it's it's Thor and Beta Ray Bill, but it's Sif and, and Sif. Scuttlebutt teaming up, which is great. Yes, because yeah. <laughs> uh, and also like yeah, cause they they send her like she jumps on to go off into space with them, and they're like, uh, you sure this is gonna be really? Yeah, they're fucking like, you sure? And she's like, I don't give a fuck. And she's like, fuck <laughs> you, yeah. And then she's the one like holding it all down while they go try to close yeah. the portal. And Scuttlebutt yep. was like about to self-destruct, and Sif is like, "Yo, hold up, yep. for one yeah. second." <laughs> Dude, that, like those couple pages, like when you see that that tsunami of demons and stuff, like the art in here is fucking awesome, man. Yeah, it's I, like oh, it's so, it's so good. yeah. What a flex great. to do both. Yeah, <laughs> like, real, I love the real. pen work in this book. It, it reminds me of yeah. Adam Kubert's pen work. It's, it's it it's does classic. Yeah. And there and there's so many notes of Kirby, which this next storyline is very well, cur- like. There was a lot of Kirby crackle in those space fights, but this dragon, I, uh, this fucking. I dragon, texted dude. Casey, and we were talking about stuff. And it's like there's a reason why like 80 percent of superheroes that Kirby had a hand in creating haven't deviated a lot from their original like colors and designs. Right, like 
He got it in the first. He got in one. Yeah. He was yeah. like ninety five percent there. The first. There's only try like two on characters that he fucked up designing. One was Spider Man, and Dick goes like, "Hold my beer." Uh, and the other yeah, he is fixed Sandman. That real fast. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, those are like well, Kirby's uh, character designs for Spider Man never even saw the light of day. Yeah, it's, I don't but even it's know very similar to Sandman. It's just like a guy in a trench coat with a gun. <laughs> like that's not that's funny. That's not iconic. But um, d- but yeah, if, like, I mean, if you if you read Kirby stuff today. There, it's just such a such a crazy body of work, man. I it, mean, it's Adam and I were talking about this a little bit before we everyone hopped on. It doesn't make sense that one man was able to produce that much shit and it all be that good. Yeah. It doesn't and, make sense. And a lot of his shit was watered down because Stan Lee kept walking and being like, "Well, this is for kids. Kids aren't gonna understand this." And then like <laughs> yeah. taking yeah. Kirby's like really complex and beautiful storylines about like silver surfer and shit and then just like toning it down yeah. to a like second grade reading level i mean like, yeah. we like saying like, what he's we doing. like yeah. Yeah. we sometimes Reason. talk about yeah. people who like draw with the same face or shit there's not a person who has a more unique portfolio than kirby fucking going from right. like fantastic four to new gods like forever people and you know like all the <laughs> as guardian like he made wild ass designs that are so different and just, but share. Yet, yet so iconic and so of his style. Like, you right. look at a Kirby and you're like, that's a fucking Kirby. Well, I was but talking like, about Canilla like, in this, and I was like, it's like they took uh, Big Barda and Sif and they smashed them together. And, and With it's a little of those, bit of hella hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things, too, where like the guy doesn't really match his art. Like, if you just looked at his art, and then someone told you, okay, imagine the guy who drew this. You wouldn't think of just like some dude from like Yonkers or whatever. And, <laughs> yeah, like, some fucking s- Jewish grandpa on the like Lower a, East Side. A short sleeve shirt with a tie That's and true. high pants. And a big ass cigar. It, yeah. but this, uh, <laughs> so this seals it. We definitely need to talk about some Kirby shit. We do, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry. T- stay tuned this season. Oh, anyway, um, so that's a pretty good segue to this next uh, storyline. Basically, the the Beta Ray Bill uh, saga ends with him being able to transform back into a regular Corbinite, non-horse face, and mm-hmm. Sif being like, I'm going to go with him, bye! And I'm going to go fuck Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> now that he doesn't have a horse man. face, the logistics of kissing seems more but reasonable. She was into it. She was into it before. She was into it before. To her but credit. How do you, but how do you kiss horse teeth? You he doesn't have lips. Mm, I feel like you kind as of... Someone who was almost, but now as, someone, no, but now as someone who was anyway. almost been by a horse, I don't like this conversation. I this have also be been t- bitten by a horse. I this am is going to be tough. I'm just realizing how much issue is left, so we might. Yeah, yeah. There's like, so much. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speed through a little bit more. So let's just next- say like there's two other story arcs. We don't have to go into them crazy. Yeah, yeah. So the next one, uh, fucking giant dragon, just, just like this pops guy up from the ocean. looks like confused Fin Fang Foom. Thank yeah. you. Yep. Okay, because I thought it was Fin Fang Foom the whole time. Same. I'm like, okay, it's not him. No, okay. it's no. like um, it's a Kirby it's like dragon. Someone, it's a fucking it's, Kirby. It's dragon. like someone made a bootleg plush of Fin Fang Foom. Yeah, no, it's it's, it. it's a Japanese. It's one of those Japanese soft vinyl figures of yeah, without yeah, yeah. the copyright. It's a little more stylistic. Well, I just like how we have this. We have this dragon that is trying to lure Thor out, and Thor's also doing the "I'm gonna be the everyman," but like also is still like six six 
350 yeah. so, walking so around town like thor, he's just massive <laughs> thor does not have a human uh secret identity now but feels compelled to still need a human well, yeah secret what's identity. Fucking, what's the so fucking just, name right or Seagard Jarlson yeah. or some shit is like Sigurd come on Jarlson. bro yeah, yeah. Yeah. it sounds like <laughs> this name sounds like he he like got like put on the spot to come up with the name yeah, real 100%. fast mm-hmm. Sigurd Jarlson nice to meet you I'm Jarlson <laughs> yeah like it sounds fucking made up it's like what Jarlson? sounds Nordic-ish <laughs> well it's it's just like it's just a guy he knew in like year 375 right mm-hmm. right yeah he's like he's not needing this name anymore um, but it's great because he goes to Nick Fury and he's like, yo, bro, I need some help. Uh, can you hook me up with some threads and a house? And Nick Fury's like, that is a tall order. In 1984 to get an apartment, uh, I can't get you an apartment in Manhattan. Even S.H.I.E.L.D. can't afford that in 1984 money. <laughs> uh, but well, I can get you Brooklyn. <laughs> and here's a pair of rapist glasses. Good luck. <laughs> Yikes. I love how it's they really use the funny classic, because my ex-boyfriend put, used to have the exact same glasses. Oh, well, I love the how they use the same. classic just put Should've glasses on them. No one will know what it is. <laughs> and then later on in this run when there's people are reporting on the dragon attack, we get a Clark Kent uh, cameo. It's like literally minutes later. It's literally that yeah. he hands him the glasses and then he walks out the door and runs into Clark Kent and he like pushes him over and he's just like, huh, this, gee, that, that guy looked familiar. Could have been, I could have sworn. They, nah. they and like the glasses full Clark Kent, which is yeah, fucking which is great. Hilarious. They used to be so <laughs> yeah, much right. more, uh, so much more frequent with the with the references to each other. Yeah, the fake cameos that are like non copyright like, cameos. I like later they use the same bit of oh, who that could be with his moving around because he like saves someone at the construction and the construction foreman's like, I know that's Spider Man. Yeah. It's like bro. Look Look at at that I, I also guy. love. Look at his, I also love. He is shaped like a human V. <laughs> like, what yeah, the fuck? Like, I love that he's um. He wants to get a job, so he goes to a construction site, asks for a job. They say no. Then he ends up uh, saving someone and just Lorelai. Right, but <laughs> yeah, it would end up being a trap. But it, they yeah, don't know that. But he just ends up like saving someone by using Thor powers, and they're like, "You want a job? You're hired." It's fine. We're not yeah. going to do a background check or anything. No, yeah, you're real yeah, strong. He just here's a here's over, a rivet gun. He sees like, him like climb. If someone like that walked onto my construction site and like, "I want to move stuff," I'm like, "Sold." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are very strong. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's pulling a total uh, rowdy 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 piper from They Live. Yeah, like just mm-hmm. like being swole as fuck and walked onto the construction yeah. site with my yeah. backpack that has a hammer in it. <laughs> He's he like, could have uh, easily just stood in front of a nightclub door. He's, too, he's like, like, my red flag might be big, yeah. but my titties are bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's like, these fucking, I love how the, oh god, this arc is fucking crazy. Because like the whole dragon thing is basically Lorelai is trying to sick him on Thor so they put it under his spell so she can like be she with him. She keeps trying to get and, like, him love to potion drink him. This, this love potion yeah. alcohol, but it, it he keeps like getting like running away because he's busy or falling or just asleep. falling yeah. asleep because it's he's a fa- total fucking himbo well yeah and then the other <laughs> half if this of was this jason aaron's him- story that would be a very easy thing to get him to do drink me oh yeah he would have yeah he would drink been- and fuck absolutely yeah dude she would have been pregnant four <laughs> times already like, you- um the other half of this is the last viking which is basically him Yo. getting called to this tiny little pocket in antarctica which is these vikings Wait. found and went through, and it's his last person. He's left, hearing prayers, and right? He just wa- 
He's hearing, hearing prayers, prayers yeah. from like a from a source that is like really old, but he doesn't know. It's like a dead language. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, the dead Viking yeah, he, language. He knows it. Yeah. So and he, he goes there, and it's it, like a like Viking graveyard, thing. and it's like a completely yeah, wants- secluded area. Great. It's an well, it, and it's like it's like yeah, it's in Antarctica, but it's like this crater that it's this like little is, pocket. That yeah, and it's close created, enough yeah. to uh like. Like the a volcano that it has yeah, like warmth, it, it was like a so perfect, they're able yeah, to like, like a, um, it was like a journey to the center of the earth type of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like a microclimate yeah. that doesn't make yeah. any sense, but it's cool. So like, yeah, and Vikings like crash landed there years ago and like had to maintain their civilization until eventually there was only one left. He, uh, he, uh, he uh, tricks Thor to get in there to try wait, to wait, fight wait, him. Wait, wait, no, so I can't think to- of the name. Uh, he, the last crusades himself into. <laughs> The end of yeah, a bunch yeah. of fucking booby traps. Yes. Like yeah. he's literally. It's lit. What year did the last crusade come out? Because this is literally the exact same Man, plot. It made it um, been like eighty nine thereabouts. Oh, this 89. is before. This, this is, is before, before that. Uh, <laughs> the last crusade well, stole. I mean, this. booby traps. Are- <laughs> uh, well, but but literally the old man at the end of the booby traps, like you chose wisely. I've been waiting for you for seven hundred years. Adam, like, Adam was like dead on. Exact same. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, he yeah, this is like 85, 86. Because he yeah. wanted to do battle with him so he could go to Valhalla. Yeah, because yeah, he can't die a straw yeah. death. He needs to die in he, battle. I'm, and the best way to do that is to call the he, arrogant He tried to call a god in a bottle. And, but the uh-huh. best way, to, dude, it was so cool because Thor is basically like, you, try, you tricked me. Fuck that. I ain't going to kill you. How about you co help me fight this dragon? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're gonna come with me and fight this dragon. Which I love the like, way what that a good they. Compromise. I love the that they set up yeah. the dragon beforehand, and then they end up tying mm-hmm. it back in. It's so good. It was. I also love that, together. like, the dragon like runs away scared from Thor for a while, and then comes back like, fuck that, fuck that. Well, I can yeah. this shit. Up. Like, he just yeah. hypes himself back up. I'm just it's gonna great. keep fucking up New York City until this motherfucker. Until shows I, I also yeah. like. This is a sign of the times and in no way a criticism of Walt Simonson, but it's so fucked up that he destroys like all of the Bronx, much like everyone did in the 70s. And then like when he starts to get to Manhattan is when people get worried. Oh, <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's going to destroy the real people soon. Oh, no. Like, fuck, man. No one gave a shit that he destroyed like all of Bronx. That could have been on purpose, too. Well, I mean, the NYPD had been it's all trying the, to it's do all that for the, years at this point. Well, it, yeah, he he really helped the real estate developers and the fucking gentrifiers in New York. He did them a favor by knocking. But no, like, they oh. do mention he's knocking down all the abandoned buildings in yeah. the Bronx. Yeah, so like yeah. that's after all like the 70s when like all the tenement buildings were getting lit on fire by fucked up landlords to make a buck. Um, but <laughs> it's just like. Yeah, hilarious just, just side battles. note. But uh, yeah, I just love <laughs> like, like oh, this. No. Like he. He, like, decides to help this dude out, and he's like, yo, Odin, help me out. I need a shield bearer. And Odin's like, got you, bro. And, like, brings back his youth, and, like, he's this warrior of old now, and he's got to go fight this fucking dragon. I it's fucking yeah, I awesome. love this arc. <laughs> it reminds And he gets a fucking uh, Valkyrie Pegasus, which rips. It's true. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of Aaron, like, him answering that prayer and, like, meeting with that girl, yeah. but, like... There's so and, many... And it's, like, like he's arrogant <sighs> in that he won't fulfill the dude's wish because he feels tricked and betrayed but at the same time he's still a hero because he will he will lead him into battle and like exactly he's like you have to go earn the death yourself you can't just trick your way into what you want 
and it's like it's yeah. such but, a but good also it'd story. be kind of fucked up to just see the god of thunder just like mollywop of like 89 <laughs> yeah. year old man <laughs> <laughs> this, one of these issues is uh this issue is where we get the page where we see the name of the twilight source. yes ah yes there it is uh, is he turning this um, yeah and then this or, no i guess that's no, we don't know his surgery okay. yet, but we just we get we're we're moving towards that. And then this battle with the dragons, fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah. This fucking <laughs> volume is incredible because there's still two issues left, and I don't even know if we need need to really dig. We into don't have it to talk much, about the Balder like, stuff, but it is cool. But basically, it's Balder stuff, and we get Malekith, and it's like okay, so Ooh, yeah. we're volume Makes one. Me so in this mad vo- that they didn't. Also, Malekith we get for fucking the love and thunder. Oh, yeah, just, we're, we're, we're on volume one, and uh, we got Beta Ray Bill, this fucking dope dragon story, and it's like, all right, guys, you ready? Here's also, Malekith. Odin, Let's fucking Odin, go. Kaiju's <laughs> Hugin and Mugen, and they, and one of them dies. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he like, like to, blows find, to try them, to find where yeah, the demons like, came blows from. Blows them yeah. up. He like makes them gigantic, yeah. and then one gets one gets murked. <laughs> Like, he well, turns them into, like, basically phoenixes. Yeah, like his, yeah. Like, his fucking ravens. He, he gives them, like, cosmic god power to fly across the cosmos We're, to, like, spy on whoever the fuck is making the sword. And one dies. The other come back, like, mostly dead. Fucked. And they're like, we gotta fucking go. Like, this is bad. <laughs> We're skipping over yeah, this, this Viking we funeral, though. Oh. Oh, the he, Viking funeral. Holy so you're supposed shit. to lay, what, a dog at the... Yeah, Dude. so so yeah, you're, this, it's it's a this, funeral pyre, like it's like the, the burning grave. But then yeah, you have to, like lay the the dog at their feet so they'll have like a a, a, a companion so, in oh, battle. So Thor throws the yeah, he throws a dragon, dragon at it. It's so good. <laughs> and like and, and he he makes a funeral pile pyre out of a pile of rubble from the fire, yeah. out of the Bronx, out, out of, of the, the Bronx. fucking Bronx. Oh, yeah, and then this fucking. This page of the Valkyries coming to get yeah. him. Oh it's my so god! Good. So like, and then the two, so like he, and then the two army guys are just like, all right, nothing we could yeah, do we here. See you guys yeah, later. I think uh, I think these guys got it. Uh, I'm gonna leave <laughs> <But> now. I, <laughs> I like that this guy came to Thor, a nobody who was just yes. trying to find, trying to find a way right. to lie his way into Valhalla, and then he gets this gigantic Bronx-sized funeral pyre and gets to die a dragon. Slayer. Right? They change his like, name, which is so cool. Fucking prayer yeah. answered, my that, guy. Yeah, that's how you. <laughs> yeah, that's real. how you like do a show your main character as a hero, but then also tell a story that isn't like all about them. Like such an interesting yeah. dynamic. Yeah, yeah. It's such an interesting like story frame. It's so good. I love. Yeah, yeah like the, the 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 similarities between these two runs that we just read. Mm. Like, because like we definitely talked about almost that exact thing last week yeah. in that other Thor run with the, mm-hmm. the other planets that didn't have gods. Like, and again, like Malekith is a huge character in the Aaron yeah. run too. Like, he yeah. well, shit. Wait, <laughs> dude, if I ever yeah. find myself in need of prayer, I'm praying to fucking Thor. Well, also, uh, yeah, we don't get shit done. We don't talk about it in this volume, but this run ends up crossing over into mutant massacre, which is something we, we also should talk about. Oh yeah. About. And Ooh, like Hella takes yeah. away his powers, I think, and like she like comes down and into the Morlock tunnels. Oh man, shit is crazy. <laughs> this shit's uh, awesome, man. This yeah, this um, fucking I'm I need to finish <laughs> the rest of this because this yeah, and issue, I, I also like, I also love rips, there's like the the like 
side stuff of Lorelai trying to seduce Thor is the most like Mr. Magoo <laughs> shit. Which he just Dude, she so, keeps cracking up. Like, it's accidentally, so entertaining. Yeah. Like, he, she's down to fuck so hard and he's just Dude, like, can we, can we what talk was about that like, noise? And just keeps a, like acting. She's a fucking stone cold fox and yeah. still can't get this it dude to so, like, just drink a love potion and fuck her like and it's, it's great because it's just a recurring like it's so funny yeah I, I love seeing the reversal of that like like it's kind of like a role reversal right normally it's like you're gonna have the dude stumbling all over and i kind of like yeah. seeing like thor just like is completely I w- oblivious i would have loved bothered. if the way the arc resolves is loki turning into a girl and doing it himself Dude, yeah. like you, you've had one too many yeah, chances, Lorelai. Never hire a woman to yeah. do to do a man's job and then just like seduce your brother. Stick. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the man's job. Um, oh also, God. there we get we don't get much Loki like action in this. It's a lot of Loki machinations, but there is a part Lots where of Loki being a motherfucker, <laughs> just being a total motherfucker, and like basically, uh, yeah. Without getting too much, we're already running pretty long. But like, uh, he he like tricks Balder into like going against his pacifist oath and fighting like a fucking was, army of demons dude, like Malakas demons and then at the end he's just like fuck you dude and just like cuts Loki's head off and the very last page is oh, Loki yeah. just like bloop putting his own head back on his shoulders and just being like ha gotcha like the first thing you do when <laughs> yeah, you're the god of lies is it. make yourself more immortal you know <laughs> like yeah oh, so Balder thinks he killed Thor or killed uh, Loki, rather, yeah. and it's just like, and Loki's just like, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, like, alas, poor Balder, I, I knew him, Horatio, because he's holding his own head yes, in his hands, he's the, like, yeah. a god lacking a, any sense of humor whatsoever, an excellent jest, well worth the price of a stiff neck for a day or so. After all, the first thing a sorcerer of quality learns is to make himself as difficult to kill as possible. I love a... He's the, he's the god of little stinkers, this guy. It's the... <laughs> Uh, always down for a good Alas Poor York riff because it gets oh, me yeah. every time. Oh, <laughs> and then he uh, uh, he says uh, the 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 real good line is uh, uh, a la- wait hold on ah uh, Boulder thy name is laughter. Yes, <laughs> oh, I like- was gonna say I thought it was ain't I a stinker? <laughs> ain't I a stinker? Uh, just so fucking good. And yeah, like there's so much more to this run, but I think that's a pretty good place to to wrap. It's it like up. it's crazy, like. There's so much in this, and it's it's fucking jam packed, and but it's still paced I, really well. But you, we're getting so much of Thor as Thor, but like there's so much Asgard that is stuffed in between. Yeah, that mm-hmm. you get this really full world book, um, with incredible art, incredible new characters that we don't haven't met that are otherworldly powerful, and like now we're getting slowly introduced to Malekith as like we know later, like he. That dude is no fucking joke. I, uh, that dude fucks realms. I am up. always on an ongoing mission to get everyone on the podcast to read something before 1990. So when Sean was like, <laughs> this is awesome in the Discord, I was like, I'm let's in. go. This rules. Yeah. Let's fucking go. So, yeah, the ongoing conversation about this in, in, our, <laughs> in our, our group chat made me more and more excited to A, finish reading it, and B, have this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, I've been psyched I, for this all fucking week. But, I was, but yeah, that, it, this this yeah. this book had a real like Thor and Friends kind of vibe, mm. like kind of oh, like how Garfield and Friends <laughs> had Garfield the interludes with friends. with the the barnyard pals. Like we, kept, yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. got that kind of 
back and forth. I will say, as as much as I do love Jason Aaron's <laughs> Thor, so specifically that the um later on we get a lot more Asgard in in Jason yeah. Jason Aaron's Thor, especially like the Jane stuff. But the thing it was lacking for me, especially during the Gore run, is all of the cast of characters yes. like Van Vandral, yeah. Volstag, Hogan, the it opens Grim, up later, Civ, yeah. Balder, like all those dudes add so much to it. it and like yeah. without that, it's just it is I, I feel like Thor, especially at this point in the eighties, like couldn't hold a story on his own because like, yeah, he has character depth, but like all of those characters. It's just so a fun sandbox because you get all the all the drama of mythology in mm-hmm. the in the sandbox of Marvel, and it's great. It's just crazy to me that it took this long for someone's like, "Hey guys, you know, there's like a lot of shit that Thor did that we can pull from, right? I, like, yeah, we could, I we could do. Some I don't other blame stuff. Aaron for you know, like, gore is an amazing concept, and I'm sure you know oh, where they uh, where they were in that time. They had done a million Asgard things, so they're like, no time for something new. Yeah, so he went and fucked with right. time. Like, and, he, he's like, all and right, And Simonson <laughs> had yeah. the same idea where he was like, let's bring in Beta exactly. Ray Bill, and like, you know, that's... Also, fuck Donald Blake. <laughs> well, you know... <laughs> for real. Well, yeah, it's like, let's bring in Beta Ray Bill, but also, like, there's nine realms to the right. fucking... You, yeah. Like, to the shit. Let's bring in some of those motherfuckers. Yeah, and like, and, and Jason Aaron came in after the Straczynski run, and Straczynski did a lot with the whole cast of, yeah. of Asgard. Like, and that then you had, was uh, yeah, so that's bringing probably, everyone that's back probably from the dead after Ragnarok. You had that amazing yeah. exactly. Gillen yeah. journey in the mystery run where with Kid Loki. Oh, yes. my God. We should talk about that, too. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh man, there's so much Thor. There's, there's so, so much, much more Thor. Thor. But Thor, Thor. It's Thor, great. Thor, Thor, this Thor. was a great This is a great read. It's so great. I am I'm, I'm a fan. Like I I'm gonna track down that omnibus uh, omnibus and as long as it's a reasonable price, that's that's getting on my shelf for <laughs> sure. Because I need to read the rest of this shit now. <laughs> but man, we just Vomited yeah. so much we just Thor over the last two weeks. Some fucking Thor, dude. Put it in so, your fucking great. vein. I'm stoked. So what man. do we have coming up next week? We're kind of we're kind of taking a bit of a break from the format to talk about Neil Adams, right? We're doing a little yeah. bit of uh, we're tribute episode. some some tribute episodes over the season. So we're doing some Neil Adams Batman next week. I, I am loving this uh, this season of let's read some new stuff and then let's read some old stuff. Love it. And I really like it. And and tell us what you think yes. of the new episodes of this season on the Discord. Join yeah. the Discord. Come talk to yeah. us. Let us know what you think. No, let us give us some ideas. Like since yeah, we're doing some shit this, you like, want to hear us talk about? Yeah, we're trying to do like contemporary favorites uh, with their with their classic counterparts. So like, if you've got an idea of like these two, you know, peas fit in a pod, mm-hmm. fucking come at us. Come tell us. You know, add us on Twitter or join the Discord and join the discussion. You know. Yeah, we got there's a there's a lot of them. <laughs> so. So, uh, so yeah, I guess this is a good, a good a time as any to plug the Discord. Um, come, come hang out on uh, on the Dueling Genre Discord. We have all kinds of uh, all kinds of exclusive stuff. You'll get our season break stuff early on the on the Discord. You'll get shows like Top Five, like Dueling Genre Tonight, Dueling Genre Versions. Go check it all out. I'll give you links to all that stuff in the episode description. Uh, for myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Bye. Everybody.